Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Soul Tribe podcast, everybody. I hope you're all doing great, Soul Tribe. Hope everybody's having a good start to the week or whenever you're listening to this episode. Today... I have a solo episode. Um, I kind of want to use the word potpourri, but I will be focusing on something today. I'm sure it'll be a potpourri of ideas, um, a little bit of tough love, a little bit of awareness, a little bit of just guiding you, I think. This is what I'm feeling today. I've opened my records as usual. And if any of you have been or a part of our Patreon Maybe some of you don't even know, Lucy and I have a Patreon where we we basically channel monthly. We, we come together, we both open our records and we pick a topic that we both feel that resonate with what's going on or what we've been getting. We channel on that together and we talk about these topics that are coming up. Then we individually each talk about something ourselves. So we'll usually do that in some kind of audio format. And... Last month, so during the month of June, right at the end of the month, I, yeah, I had this huge pull all month to just talk about stepping into your power as light workers, as healers, as readers, as guides, whatever that is. And I'm going to sp- specifically speak to those people today because I'm feeling the same pull still, but I'm going to go a little deep with that today because. It's easy for me to just say, yeah, just do it. Follow follow your purpose. Follow your mission. And believe me, I've been there. If any of you have listened to one of the, our very first episodes um, where Lucy and I each did our own personal episode, you'll know that I've struggled finding my path as a healer, healing myself more so, and loving myself is a big part of that. And I think I try my hardest to connect people to loving themselves, to finding their worth, to really connecting to their core essence and being able to show up in this life in the in the most aligned and fulfilling way possible. And as I said, I'm, I'm going to basically speak most, more to these people that are needing to step up to help others, to be assistance, to be of service to others. And the reality here is I'm not going to say what I said in the Patreon because I think, you know, that was very channeled. I can't even remember what I said, really. It was a lot of, it was a lot of passion. I remember that. But, um, you know, people need you. They truly do. And none of us, and I always say this, right, we can't compare ourselves to anybody else. We are truly unique and we're here to show up in a specific way. Even when Lucia and I teach level two, which is opening other people's Akashic records. And this is, you know, the main reason we got together in this podcast was to share ideas, to be able to allow people not to feel so alone on this path of finding themselves, finding themselves as healers, as light workers. I'm sorry, my dog in the back who is half pig, 
will be snorting a lot. Um, she's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it, it's this feeling of like you needing to step up and take those next steps because you might, you, maybe you don't feel ready, right? And we'll go into some things that might be holding you back. And I don't even know what I'm going to name this episode, but really it's going to be about finding your path as a healer, as a light worker, as a reader, as a guide, whatever that is, and also figuring out what's holding you back. So I'll, I'll go into some things that might be holding you back. And also how this path as a healer really is your path of self-discovery and healing for yourself too. And breaking cycles for your family and remembering that we are constantly co-creating and connecting to our intuition to be able to find where we need to go and how we're going to get there. It might not make sense right now, um, but I don't know. I kind of got lost in a tangent when Sandy snorted in the background, <laughs> um, but um, let's start with, you know, knowing that you you, I'm speaking to you, this person listening right now, you need to step it up. We're, we're, we're starting from that base, right? That you know that you need, you feel it inside of yourself that it is time to take that next step, whatever that is. That'll be for me, like I've, I've mentioned in a few podcasts earlier, it's learning family constellations because it is something I'm already channeling in my readings, but I don't know how to apply it in the best way possible to really help people heal at a profound and significant level. I'm doing that in some ways, but the feeling I keep getting is I need, I need to get the tools. I need to understand. I need to integrate it. I need to embody it. I think that's a huge part of us as healers. Also, when we show up for people, if we're not embodying what we're teaching or what we're helping, you know, this could go for teachers who people that are here to teach things. If we're not embodying that in some way or another, it's going to be hard for us to talk about it. It's going to be hard for us to like live that life, right? To become that healer because we're not living in that energy. So I think that that's a huge tip and something I really understood through other teachers of mine of like embody that. Oh, like if it's it's becoming an Akashic Record reader, for example, or a meditation, like meditation guide or meditation teacher or breathwork teacher, you need to embody that. Like you need to be doing that every day. You need to be feeling that. You need to know how that tool has helped you so profoundly that you can speak about it in such a confident and aligned way that people will resonate with that. If you're not sure or you didn't try it or you're just talking about it because you just want to talk about it, people are going to feed off of that energy and you're you're not going to be talking about it in the in the best way possible. So embodiment. I want to, I want, I'm glad that came up right now because I think, I think that's a, a missing piece for some people, the embodiment, embodiment aspect. So let's go to the bottom. Like I always say, I love to start at the base, the foundation of what is holding you back from taking that next step. Let's say, uh, and I'll give some examples here of what's come up that I've channeled. Uh, but really we need to become self-aware. We need to be really real with ourselves. We need to give ourselves that tough love at this point in our journey of saying, what is holding me back? Do I feel fear? Could it be fear of failure? Could it be fear of not being enough? Fear of not making it? Fear of not being able to do it right? Of messing up? Of not being enough? That 
brings me to my second point of insecurity, lack of self-worth that for me was huge and just even opening my own records or feeling that I was worthy of finding something that brought me so much purpose and joy that like I didn't even I didn't even look at all the possibilities outside of what was in my in my rational brain. Another thing is people pleasing and this comes up a lot and this comes up in our courses too of people saying wow, I don't know if I can tell people that I'm an Akashic Records reader or I can't tell people that I do tarot because what are they going to say, right? And we need to be able to say what we... Let's, that's the embodiment aspect, right? Of, well, this is what I do. I'm proud of it. I know I'm helping people. This is There's a greater purpose and mission for this. And I'm going to need to work through through that people-pleasing, that that fear of people judging me, that's huge for so many people. And I know I'm speaking to a lot of you right now. And we're going to need to figure out where that stems from. Because you saying you're an Akashic Records reader or tarot reader or a healer or a light worker, that's, that's masking something deeper. Like where in your upbringing did you probably feel like that you were judged, that people didn't accept you? that you were constantly trying to adapt to what was going on around you so that people accepted you. And this many, many times will come through our, our parental figures or our caretakers of feeling like if I don't act in a certain way or I don't say certain things or if I misbehave, they won't love me. And this, this to me totally mirrors that. So we have to be aware of that. Is that what we're mirroring back by not taking that step and, and not being able to say what we do or what we're, how we're proud of ourselves or the kind of work that we're stepping up to, to do to help others to be of service, that's huge. Acceptance from those around you, right? Like that's, that's basically what that is. Like if, if I say that I'm, you know, a healer, what will people say? Fear, there's a fear of maybe people pushing you away or making fun of you. You know, I think that that sensation of being ridiculed or being judged, that's huge. But really the only person that could judge you is yourself because by you not taking that step, you're already you're already taking that judgment in. You're already not allowing it to, 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 you know, for you to take that step so you can feel joy. You're already holding yourself back. Uh, trauma from your past, which is a little bit what I just went into, and this could be considered kind of like inherited family tra trauma and you reliving things that your family live. So let's say, and this is just hypothetical, I'm speaking and what's kind of coming to my mind. If you saw your father or your mother or both maybe struggling your entire life where it was hard for them to even get by, where they were, they were in a job that they hated, that they despised. You can see that you, you as a child felt that energy and knew that they were miserable, but they kept that, you know, that, that smiling face, but you can tell you felt energetically, especially a lot of you that are listening. I'm sure you're very empathetic. You have that emp empathic energy. You felt things. People didn't need to say it to you. And maybe you, absorb that in your upbringing and and now you are subconsciously living in in this energy of well I probably just have to do the same that my mom and dad did because or my caretakers did of feeling like you have to do something that makes you miserable because that's the only way to live and sometimes these are unspoken things that we relive without being conscious of it 
until we can become, when we bring that to our consciousness and be like, wow, I am, I am literally repeating the patterns of my mother, my father, my, my caretaker, my grandfather, my grandmother, whatever that is. And now I'm miserable too. Or I feel like I can't take the next step because I don't deserve it. Because me being happy means that like that I'm better than them. And you never want to be better than anybody, not at least subconsciously, right? So we have to bring that to awareness and realizing that us taking that step to become fulfilled in something and to be of service, if that's what we want to do, right? We have to fully connect with that. If we feel that, then we have to take that step. And we have to do that for not only for ourselves, but for our family before us and for those that are coming. So um, I think that's a huge one. That's a huge one. And I think all of us have something there that we can look at. I'm just going to take a sip of my mate. Just to paint a picture of where, where I'm at right now. I'm at my desk where I usually work. And I have Sandy sleeping behind me. You guys probably heard her snort a little while ago. It's Saturday morning. So it's just like a couple of days before I post this. And I'm having my morning mate. And I'm just feeling in the vibe, you know, feeling the vibe, feeling... Like I'm sitting in front of you guys talking to you, which I love. And my mate always makes me really happy. It's the little things, right, guys? The little things. Deservingness. This is a big one. This is a big, big, big one. And you guys know this is one that I personally connect with at a very strong and deep level. Because for me, deservingness was always something that was really, really hard to feel. Deservingness of any anything, really. Um, of being happy of speaking up. Um, and that really, to me, for me personally, that was a lot of lack of self-love. And I think that really usually ties in together for most people. And we always tell the story, I think it was a, an episode or two back. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure you listen to it where Lucia reminds me of the deservingness exercise. We were basically doing level two and there's a question that I I messed up and I said, oh, this is repeated and it's not. And it was all about deservingness. And I didn't feel deserving of the Akashic Records, of being an Akashic Records reader. And since then, I've definitely done a lot of work on that. And I work on that every single day. And we need to look that uh, at that outside of your spiritual path, right? Where growing up did you not feel deserving of or maybe someone made you feel not deserving of love, not deserving of safety, not deserving, you know, there's there's many stories that we have growing up and there could be from the smallest little things to the biggest, most traumatic things. And figuring out where, where there's deservingness that was missing or that someone maybe made us feel or our inner child feel undeserving. And that will also later affect us when we take, you know, we talk about stepping up as a light worker, as a healer, as a reader, as a person that wants to be of service to others, to help them heal, to help them align with their most joyful, purposeful path. And this is a big one, I think, for many. And I think part of me sharing this many times on the podcast is because I know a lot of you are going through or have been through that. And I think it's important to share all, all of it, the ups and downs, and then perfectionism, expectation, control, where like, 
Yeah. There's a lot of issues with perfectionism myself. I really resonate with that, but I think perfectionism really holds us back. It doesn't allow us to even take some steps sometimes because we're already thinking about how we're going to mess it up. And I think that's also with our own insecurity or, or lack of, um, self-assurance and then the expectation, like, how do I expect this path as a healer to be? Sometimes you have to let go of that because when we're in control and expectation, we're an ego and we can't live in that energy if we're going to flow and allow kind of source our higher self, our spiritual team to guide us on this path of how we need to show up for others. So that's the expectation and control many times can get in the way because then we expect things to be a certain way. And when they don't go that way, we're like, oh, I failed. Okay, I'll give up. And we've given up before we even really started. And I always say this, some advice that I wish someone had told me, like the number one advice have been like, don't give up don't give up. But I'm, I know that for me personally, perfectionism, expectation and control were huge ones because I was always in my head. Another one that I kind of came up with when I was channeling before coming on this recording was like your nervous system. I think a lot of us have been in survival mode. We're stressed, we're overwhelmed. And I think that doesn't allow us to take this necessary action for those steps forward. And I think this starts with taking care of ourselves, of being able to go inward and and connect with ourselves and know what we need and take our time with things and not try to push things at a speed that doesn't feel aligned for us. Everybody's going to have their own way of getting to something. And like I said, there's oh, comparison is the worst thing. So making sure that you're not comparing yourself, making sure that you're not um, overwhelming yourself and that you're not doing things a certain way just because you see somebody else do it, that can create stress, that can create overwhelm, that can create anxiety. And then our nervous system's shot, it's dysregulated, it feels out of whack. And then all of a sudden we can't connect with ourselves. We feel, I think that can hold us back from a lot of things too. And the reality is that when we're in flow, when we're connected to ourselves, we can feel into when something feels wrong or doesn't feel like it's the right time, or doesn't feel, and we can be honest, like that's the tough love and the honesty and the awareness I was talking about. If I'm completely aware and honest with myself and realize I'm just holding myself back because I'm just, I'm fear of of failure, for example, then there's no excuses. Like I just need to push past that fear and do it and just, you know, show up for myself because showing up for yourself means you're showing up for others in a more aligned way. And then the last one that I have here, and I'm sure there's way many more, but these are the ones that I kind of connected with, which I'm sure is maybe the ones you all need to hear. Excuses and like the excuses that help us stay small. There's always going to be excuses. That's also our ego, right? There's excuses because it's helping us deal with the fear, with the trauma, with the the undeservingness, with the perfectionism. So there's always going to be an excuse, you know? And the way I kind of look at it is like, I was talking to a friend the other day. We were talking about the podcast. She's starting a podcast. And I talk about this with my YouTube, right? Like there's always an excuse not to record a YouTube video. Always. There's too much noise outside. It doesn't look right. The lighting's off. But it doesn't, that, all of that doesn't matter. You still need to show up. So those excuses keep me small. Those excuses don't allow me to move forward. Those excuses are literally hindering me for sh- from showing up to help others. That's silly, you know? And I think 
that's the perfectionism playing there too, because if, if things aren't perfect and aligned and amazing, then I'm never going to do anything. And then you're never going to do anything. You're never going to take that step. You're never going to move forward. And like I said, people need you. I'm talking to you. Like people need you. They truly do. And believe that. And I'm literally getting chills from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. This is for you. This is for you to take action. Stop making excuses. Start to work on your self-worth. Start believing. Surround yourself with people that help you believe in yourself. If there is that family member, that partner, that quote-unquote friend that thinks what you, you're doing is silly, find somebody can, that can support you. That's why we created this community. That's why we tell you guys, message us. Write us. Tell us what you're going through. Like We want to connect with you. We want to understand what you're going through. And this is why I also love doing readings because I connect with people on different stages of their path. Either they're stepping into being a healer or they're healing themselves. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm, I'm there for it all. But I love hearing because you can support people. Like, I mean, that for me, I thrive off of that and I love being there for people. And while balancing being there for myself, right? That's, that, that, that's been my, my big lesson with all of this. And I think I found a good, a good balance there. And I'm always like, like constantly bringing myself back to center. And that's just, that's okay. That doesn't mean I failed. That means as I'm just learning, I'm learning it over and over again and I'm integrating it. So yeah, tough love, a little bit of tough love, a little bit of awareness goes a long way with ourselves. And we need to incorporate that through the questions we ask ourselves, how we show up for ourselves, the people we choose to surround ourselves with. You know, I don't, like I said, I don't have a lot of people here around me physically that are in this path, but I, 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 I send WhatsApp messages I send emails, I connect on Instagram messages, like there's different ways to do that. So there's never an excuse for you not to feel like you're not supported. There's always going to be somebody to help you. Um, and believe that, you know, like really, truly believe that. Okay. Um, next thing I wanted to really go into is something we've talked a little bit about on the podcast, actually quite a bit. And we talk about how Lou and I both looked at our Akashic Record readers, those people that helped guide us on this path, our teachers, our, our he the healers that we, we leaned on for so many years and we still maybe do, of looking up to them. Like we had them on this pedestal and that was the idea that we had in our mind of like, wow, they're so up there. Like they have it all figured out. They're helping people, but I can't do that until I'm healed, until I have it figured out. And that's just complete BS. No one, absolutely no one has it figured out. We're all figuring it out as it, as it comes. And what I just channeled a little while ago, and I feel like it kind of came through in the right words, I guess, your path as a healer or as a light worker, as a reader, as a guide, whatever that is, as a teacher, is completely connected and aligned and side by side with your path of self-discovery and healing. So... Our path as healers, intuitive guides, readers are linked to our own healing. We will never go down this path of being a healer, a guide, light worker, whatever that is, and not heal ourselves. It's just, it's just not going to happen because the people that you need 
to learn from the situations, those scenarios, the things that come up, how you keep expanding, that will happen through being a healer, through showing up and being of service. It will, it is 100% the way it works. So moving into this role of being assistance of service to others requires us to be more aware, the awareness, right, is this is key to development, to our expansion, to our alignment and to raising and like raising our vibration, I guess, or elevating ourselves in every sense of the word from trauma that we experienced growing up to um, the path that we take as a healer to those things that trigger us to those mirrors, everything, all of that is connected. And one thing which I think aware awareness is like a huge word in this in this session in the, I'm, I said session oh my gosh in this podcast I feel like I'm doing a session <laughs> awareness to me personally means observation with no judgment and this is literally the main and overall energy of the Akashic records. So that means if I'm in awareness, I am not judging myself. I'm not looking at things I've done in the past as mistakes. I'm not looking things as I, I've like messed something up, right? I'm just looking at for what it is, what it energetically is, what it means, what it's helping me see, what it's helping me learn. This is a huge shift that we all need to make as healers because if we're not doing that with ourselves, it's going to be way harder not to do that with others. And, I, and obviously when we connect to the Akashic Records, just that energy comes through. We don't, we don't get into that energy of judgment, but not all of us are connecting to the Akashic Records. Some of us need to make sure that we're showing up for others with no judgment. So if we can do that for ourselves, with ourselves, then we can do that with others. And let, like leveling up and shedding and healing and letting go and releasing will help us become better healers to be of service um how do i explain it to be of service at a higher vibration for other beings that need us those people will be attracted to us trust that the more we push people to come to us the, that's not going to work because then we're going to we're going to align with situations and things that aren't going to help us learn and expand when we trust and we show up and we embody those people that need us will come to us trust that fully and I'm saying this to anybody already on this path as well. So you do not need to be healed. You just need to be on a healing path. And that was a huge, that was like an aha moment for me as, as a reader, even as a person that was healing, I still am healing. I don't think I'll ever finish healing. This is a journey we're all on. And the more we can understand that, that there is no beginning or end the end is probably when we leave this incarnation, but then our soul still has those things to integrate. So I don't feel like that's an end really. It's just an end at this, in this incarnation of those opportunities we had. Look at these moments of stepping up and healing and looking at things, not like as opportunities, right? Opportunities to heal ourselves so that we can help others heal. So I kind of want to like, circle back a little bit here on this healing thing. Understand you do not need to be fully healed. Like fully, if you have to create a mantra around it, great, whatever. And usually those things, and this is a message that comes through a lot, like usually those things that we 
went through, experienced, felt, resonated with maybe growing up or in our path or even going through at the moment is something that we're probably going to help others with as well. So for me, the self-love, the deservingness, the aligning with what gives you this passion, this purpose. I feel like I've connected so many people that after a reading, they tell me, oh my God, Lorraine, I did this, I did this, I I feel so aligned with myself. I started to believe in myself. I started trusting myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's freaking amazing. Like, and it's through the healing, through those sessions, through the Akashic Record readings that they, they're able to get to that. And I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm helping them see that. So I am in complete purpose when I do that. But I'm also doing that with myself because when I get a calling to, for example, study family constellations, I'm going to trust it. I'm going to trust it. And I'm going to know that at some point in my, in my journey, that's going to help somebody at a profound level. And the fact that that whole course, the whole first year is, is embodiment. It's us healing ourselves, experiencing that to, to me feels like, wow, I need to do that so that I can do that for others. That's embodiment, right? I think that any, any, anything that you can apply in that sense will profoundly impact you and help impact people even, even deeper. Another thing that's been coming through, so I hope, I hope that's clear. Right? I hope that's really clear for a lot of you because I think that's an important message that I think a lot of you need to really integrate and understand, like really understand and know that Lucy and I show up on this podcast in ways that show you that. We're showing up for others, but we don't have it all figured out, but we can show up and we can give the best advice. We can give the best information. We can connect with the divine realm and and connect with that and not judge and, and be of service and assist and help people heal. But we're also doing that for ourselves at the same time. And that doesn't mean just during the reading with that person. It means we're, we're going in, we're, 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 we're connecting with whoever we need to connect with to heal ourselves so that we can keep aligning and vibrating higher and that's a commitment, a responsibility that we have on ourselves. The next thing I wanted to talk about is breaking cycles for our families and maybe for some of us for past lives stuff too. So this is a message and I feel like we need, I keep feeling we need to do a podcast, a whole podcast episode about this. I think Lou mentioned this last episode now that I'm talking about it. But many of us, so many of us are here incarnated So incarnated souls in this earth realm to break cycles from the past. So this could be things that we've experienced with our families growing up, whatever that is. We're here to break things from the past, break cycles like familiar, sorry, family, family patterns, lineages. Many of us are here to do that. Not everybody, but a lot. At least the people that come to me, a lot of that comes up. I open so many people's Akashic Records and this, this is a huge message for so many. And I've had the calling to talk about this for a while and I think Lou as well. And, and that's a hard job as a soul, right? Our soul has taken on a huge job saying, I'm going to incarnate in this life and I'm going to help break some generational things. Generations past, right? Family things, lineage that's a huge responsibility on our shoulders uh, as souls. Our, our, our souls don't perceive it that way. But us, we, with our rational mind, our ego, and here living all these experiences and, and lessons and integrating things, that's, that's a huge thing because that's never comfortable. 
And we're here to break those, to break those generational energies, patterns, lessons, to shift things and to heal things, not only for ourselves, but for past generations and for generations to come. Just feel the energy of those words. That's huge. That's not, that's not a big thing. Um, that's not a small thing, sorry. That is a big thing. And that's going to feel uncomfortable because we're going to get triggered. We're going to feel like we're the, the black sheep of the family, like people don't understand us, but we're here to do it anyway. And obviously there's free will, and we talk a lot about that here on this podcast. There's free will, but I think most of you know that you want to take that role. You know you want to change things. It just feels uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm bringing this up basically because it feels like many of us, a lot of these breaking cycles means us stepping out of our comfort zone and doing things that our family didn't do. And that means work. That means ways of dealing with things. That means doing things differently. And a lot of this might mean you stepping up to your path as a healer, a light worker, a guide, a reader, whatever that is. And healing this also helps us show up for people better because then we don't have all these generational things holding us back from taking those steps. So I just wanted to bring that in there as like a little bit of a, um, a layer you know, we talk about the onion layers. I think that's a really good layer to, to, to mention here because I think a lot of us can resonate with that. And basically, I just want to say to remind you that we are constantly co-creating with the universe. This is something I need to remind myself every single day. We are co-creating. So we need to be very careful in what mindset, what habits, what energy we're in in order to co-create. And not putting our energy in that victim mentality, in that lack mentality, putting it into what do I want to create and allowing our intuition to kick in and not getting stuck in our head and our ego, looking for those signs, asking for the signs, bringing in fun and joy, flowing and visualizing. You know, we talk a lot about pillow, the, the pillow talk that we have, right? It's the moment we put our head on the pillow at the end of the night. And this is where I, many, many nights, I would say probably most nights, I lay my head down and I ask myself, where do I, where, what is this aligned version of Lorena? Where, what does this look like visually? And how does that feel? And I connect with that and I fall asleep with that vision and that energy of what she's doing, how she's showing up, how she's so secure and like loving herself and so compassionate and empathetic with people and living her purpose and living in abundance. Like, that's what I mean. And I think many times we get stuck in the, the daily grind, the, the life, the bills, you know, work. Not all of us are already on this path of healers. We're, we're still holding ourselves back. We don't believe in ourselves, right? So a lot of us forget that we can co-create. And, and we might get opportunities thrown in our face, opportunities to show up. You know, that could be somebody inviting you on a podcast. That could be you talking about something. That could be you writing a blog post. That could be you recording a video and putting it on your YouTube, your first video. That could be you starting your podcast. Whatever that is. Follow your intuition. Get out of your damn way. Okay? And I think something that really 
always brings me back to focus is, you know, I guess you could think of it in the pillow talk sense, but what if you live the rest of your life like this, how it is right now, the way you're living, the same exact way? How would you feel? Would you be happy? Would you feel joy? Would you be living up to your potential? Do you feel lit up? Do you feel joy? Do you feel purpose? Do you feel like you're connected to everything and anything? If that's a no, like if that's, that's a no, you're not living your potential. You're not living in joy. You're not living in purpose and that you don't want to live your life the same way for the rest of your days, then this is your sign to make some kind of change, even the smallest change. Find your group of people to support you through that, to encourage you. You're not alone. I know a lot of you might feel alone. You're not alone. We're all in this together. We're all here to support each other. And focus your energy on doing things that light you up. Oh my gosh, I'm getting so many goosebumps. That help you find joy and purpose. You deserve this. Every single one of you listening, you deserve that. You don't need to stay in that crappy job. You don't need to stay in that, in that dynamic with your family. You can break that cycle. You can do it differently. And I think a lot of that starts with giving yourself permission to not do things the same way. There might be inner healing we need to do. I get that. I get that. But it's your choice. Only you can make yourself happy. No one, no one. And that's something I've been learning in the last years, right? Like no one can make me happy. Only I can make myself happy through the way I live, through the decisions I make by honoring myself, by honoring my body, by honoring my emotions, by being true to myself. No one can make me happy. Absolutely nobody. And no one can take that happiness away from me either. Believe that too. So if anything, I hope that you really just take out of this episode some, some kind of awareness that you can bring into your, into your daily life, onto this path of healer, of intuitive, of reader. I believe in you. Like Lucia believes in you. We know that we're each here to help people. There's room and space for every single one of you. But you doubting yourself and not taking the next step is not helping you. It's keeping you back. You're not living up to your potential. And some of you might not know where you want to go. You might not know what you want to do, and that's okay. Maybe you still need to go inward and bring awareness and not judge yourself for not having found that thing yet. And I think what comes up really for a lot of you might be, oh, I'm already like this age and how am I going to find it? Find people that expand you in that sense. Like for me, I've found so many expanders, people that I look up to that it didn't matter what age they were. When they found their thing, they went for it. So it doesn't matter that you might not have clarity on that now, but work towards finding clarity. And there is obviously no magic pill, but what I can, can tell you is the more you stay in your head and in your ego, in that victim mentality, the less you're going to find that. 
So you're going to need to use all, all those tools, all those things, all those books, all those people that you listen to on podcasts, be it us or anybody else. Use those tools. Integrate them. Embody them. Have fun. Find joy in that. You know, there's always ups and downs in life. And I don't think we're here to always be in this energy of healing ourselves 24-7. You know, life can be very, very fickle and short. And how are we going to live up to our potential in that time frame that we have, which none of us really know how much time we have here, right? We don't know. But I think finding clarity is important because we can only find that clarity, most of us, by being in stillness, by being with ourselves. So I think sometimes people can inspire us too, of like giving us inspiration on ideas. That happens to me all the time, but usually I'll find that through myself, through connecting to my higher self. I think that's a practice we all can can benefit from. Wow, guys, like I'm literally, I just keep getting chills all over my body feeling like I hope this helps somebody in some way. I'm here. And when I say like on this podcast, like message me, like send me a DM, send me an email, like my contact form, my like my Instagrams on, on like the show notes. My contact details are there. You have my website. You have everything. You you can reach out. Like when I say that, I mean it. Like I want to hear from you all. I want to know what you're going through. I want to know your story. And it's insane. Just like the con the 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 connection this podcast has provided that I personally, at a personal level, feel of the friendships I've made, the people I've connected with, the amazing inspirational stories I hear, and just. This is why I also am on the in the process of creating a specific YouTube series where I'm going to bring people on. It's kind of like my own little podcast on my YouTube, but it'll be in video format where where people that inspire me or that that I have inspired even I guess I don't know whatever whatever comes through um, can come and we can chat and we can inspire others. And I think for me, like I said, finding people that I look up to that proved to me that things are possible has been huge on my path. Um, and it's not a comparison thing. It's, it's like an awe thing. Like I'm in awe of this person and how they're showing up for others. And I want to be in that same energy. And people have said that to me, like after readings, like I want to do what you do. I'm like, you can, you can do exactly what I do in your own way. Find, find what, what lights you up and do that. And I believe in every single one of you. I believe in, in the power of getting out of our comfort zone and starting to take action, take steps, and heal ourselves and heal others. I just, yeah, I just think it's so important for all of us to, to, to be on that path right now if we feel called in that direction. So I mentioned my YouTube um, series that'll be coming up. So if you aren't, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, make sure you are. I'll make sure I'll link that below. I started a small YouTube um, Akashic Records series where I kind of go on and answer a few little questions here and there that I, I hope helps people bring more awareness to the Akashic Records and all that. So, And something also exciting, I really vibe off of the sessions that I have, like my Akashic Records sessions that I have with people. Sometimes it's the hypnosis session, sometimes it's the psychic and the mediumship. So I, I generally focus on Akashic Record readings and fluorescence therapy. Uh, and something that I keep getting asked about, and I think this is something I kind of do in a different way, is about like 
counseling. Like some, some people say to me, I just want to come and talk to you. I'm like, you can come and talk to me whenever you want. But the problem I think people find sometimes it's they love the Akashic record readings, but they want to come and talk. So they don't want to feel like they're, they're shutting me up because I, I have get so many messages that I, it's, it's, it's hard to control it. Right. So I'm starting to offer as of, um, yeah, as of this Monday, um, what I call, or what I'm calling at this point, this might change, uh, Akashic counseling sessions. So it's basically like a 45 minute session where we can connect on zoom and I'll open your Akashic records and it's a, it's a space for you to come to work through things with me, for me to be able to channel if needed, but it's mostly for you to come and talk through things, to have a space to feel heard and to really just find guidance. And obviously the intuitive part will kick in with all that and me being able to help guide you in whatever it is you're going through um, from the Akashic sense. Um, and I think that's important because a lot of us are needing a space to feel safe, to feel heard, but also feel supported in a spiritual sense. So I think that kind of mixes everything in, in a beautiful way. So if you guys are interested in, in knowing a little bit more about that, feel free to reach out to me. I'll put my contact details below. Just send me a little message and we can talk through that. So I've created a few. This will be up my, on my website, so I'll see if I can put that up there under my readings page. And I'm going to create like one-off sessions, but also like uh, four session packages with and without fluorescence therapy. So yeah, I'm really excited for that because I feel like that could really benefit people. And I'm also making sure that it's at a reasonable price so people have access to it. But you're also getting the beautiful energy of the Akashic, of the Akashic realm because we're connected to the fifth dimensional energy. So that that in itself is healing too when we get on that call. And there'll be 45 minutes, like I said, so it's just enough time for you to, to come on board the call and just feel so held and heard and understood. You know, I think that's something a lot of us are needing right now. And I'm trying to find different and just higher vibrational ways of showing up for people in different ways because not everybody needs the same thing, right? And I guess this is also inspiration for you to do the same with your with your kind of offerings, right? It's what do people need? How can you be of service, right? So with that, I'm going to close off the podcast. Um, I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for all your support with the podcast. We truly appreciate every single one of you. And I just want to send so much love and healing to each and every one of you. And whatever you're going through, know that we're here for you and we hold space for you and I truly love and cherish every single one of you sending you a big 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 hug and we will connect with you on the next episode bye